I want to welcome you today to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. The title of today's podcast is How to Live More Abundantly. And we're going to address a number of topics. One is that Jesus wants us to live abundantly. So then how can we accomplish that? And what did Jesus mean when he said that we can live that abundant life and live that more abundant life? And why do some think that abundant living is wrong? And I'm going to address the topic of, is it okay to desire abundant life? And how will abundant living impact us in our everyday activities? And that abundant living is a blessing for all Christians, for all followers of Jesus Christ. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But before we get into it, we need to pray and ask for the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we come to you and need your help. We need your direction. We need you to lead us through this teaching on abundance. I pray now the Holy Spirit would come in and take control and take charge and direct us through this particular discussion. And I pray that those who are listening in today and they tuned in specifically to understand better about how it is to live and how can we live that abundant life that Jesus talked about. So guide us and lead us. We yield to you. I submit to you. Pray now that you would help us to see what your word has to say. And as we read the scriptures today, may they go deep into our heart and change us. We thank you for that advance. And I give you praise for what's about to take place. And I'll thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. In order to get a good understanding of abundant living, we probably should start with a verse that I've used before in other podcasts. And it's found in John chapter 10 and verse 10. Now, several times I've used that, and I'll continue to use it throughout any teaching that has to do with abundant living and overcoming living and a life filled with the promises of God. So in this series of podcasts, we want to address overcoming and abundance and understand why we can have it and why there's nothing wrong with having it in our life. So let's look at that scripture again, John 10.10, where Jesus said these things, the thief comes to kill. Now, the thief he's talking about is Satan. So Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. I've come to give life and give it more abundantly. Now, if Satan's there to steal and kill and destroy, then Jesus obviously is not here for that reason. He's here to give us a life that's filled with his love, his goodness, his kindness. We're going to address what abundant living is in several different ways. So let me give you this little comment. Abundant living applies to many areas of our life. Here's some, really a small list, quite a small list of what abundant living is about. It's to live in peace. It's to live in joy and have hope and have faith and to prosper and to succeed and to be loving and to have plenty. I just go on and on and on over and over again about the number of things that include abundant living. Yes, finances is one of those things that we can have the finances we need to meet our needs and then have an abundance for every other good work that we want to do with the finances that we have. Now, the Apostle Paul, he speaks on abundant living quite frequently. In the book of Philippians in chapter 4, Paul said that he had plenty. He talked about that. But Paul also said he learned how to be content whether he had little or whether he had plenty. Now that tells me that Paul lived abundantly with plenty or with nothing. Paul lived abundantly when he had money. He lived abundantly when he didn't have money. Paul lived abundantly when he was hungry and when he was full. And that's the life that Jesus wants us to live. Now I I made that statement about plenty or nothing. So that would help us understand that abundant living is not just when we have a lot of money, a lot of possessions, and just a lot of stuff. There are numerous references in the Bible talking about abundance. Here's one that's really powerful. It's found in the book, 
words of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 in the New International Version. And God is able to bless you abundantly. You know, let's stop there for a second. God is able to bless you abundantly. Now, I think a lot of people believe that God is able. But the question I might have there is, is he willing to bless me abundantly? Well, the answer to that is yes. If our priorities are right, if our focus is on him, if we place him first in our life, then we qualify for the abundant blessings that God has for us. So it says here, and God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. So, man, that kind of wraps it up, doesn't it? That kind of tells us in all things, that's everything, regardless of what we're concerned about, whether it be our finances, whether it be our health, whether it be our marriage, whether it be our business, whether it be the job that we have or raising children or the church that we go to, that in all things, at all times, that means just every day, God wants to bless us and that we will have all that we need. It here says, having all that you need, you will will abound. That's another word for abundantly. You will abound in every good work. So we will be blessed so that we can then bless others. We will have abundant living so that we can help other people live abundantly. We can live the abundant life so that people will see that we have a testimony of God's goodness in our life. It doesn't mean we drive around in a big fancy car, although we can have a fancy car, but we, we don't walk around saying, I'm living abundantly because I wear a certain kind of watch or I've got a certain amount of money in the bank. That's not abundant living. That's a piece of it as far as the fact that we can have the finances we need to be blessed and to take care of our needs and, and even more than our needs, to our, our wants and our desires. God can bless it. God will bless our wants, needs, and desires if we keep our way with him correct and straight. If we seek him first, then we can have anything that God wants to give us and be open to receive God wants to give us and still keep our life in line with the word of God and do what God wants us to do. Now, God offers abundance to those who trust him. All right. Do we trust him? We trust him when we put him first. We trust him when we put him first in our finances and we give of what we have first to him. The Bible tells us that we should give a portion of what we have to the work of the Lord. So that's a form of trust when we give of our finances to him. So do we trust him? So Because he will offer abundance to us if we trust him with our health, with our careers, with our finances, whatever it might be. Now, here's an example that you may not think is a scripture dealing with abundance, but it really is. It's a powerful scripture dealing with abundance. Sometimes people use this just for staying focused on God, and it also talks about that. But it's a scripture I've used frequently. It's one that you've probably heard at church frequently, but it's a very powerful scripture that impacts our life in many, many ways. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Here's what it says. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. All right, let's look at that a little closer. Seek the kingdom of God above everything else. That means God's first. He's always got to be first. He's got to take first place in our life, in our heart, in our decisions, in everything that we do, all the actions that we take. It says, and live righteously. So put him first and then live a godly life. And then it says, when we do that, he will give you everything you need. So therefore, he's going to supply our very needs, but we've got to keep him first and live that godly life. Then we see in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20, another wonderful scripture dealing with how to live life more abundantly. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 in the New Living Translation. Let me read this to you. Now, all glory to God 
who is able, through his mighty power, at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Once again, a wonderful scripture dealing with abundance. It says here, now all glory to God. Start off everything on giving God glory. I praise you, Lord, for who you are. Matter of fact, when we start praying, we should enter into his courts with thanksgiving, the word of God tells us, and with praise. So we should start off our prayer time saying, Father, I give you all glory and praise. I give you all the honor and all the glory that I can possibly give you because you're able. Matter of fact, if we look at that scripture, it's a wonderful prayer. Now all glory be to God who is able. And then we have to acknowledge his ability through his mighty power. That means the power that he has. And a lot of people say, well, I have what I have, and God has what he has. But God wants us to have what he has. He wants us to have his power. He wants us to have immeasurable power that we can deal with and live with. So through his mighty power that's at work within us, his power at work in us to accomplish infinitely more. Now that's abundance. Infinitely more than we might ask or think. So God wants to bless us even more than we think he wants to bless us. More than we can even imagine or even think. Now that's pretty amazing. I have all my life thought that I was a pretty good, pretty big thinker. I used to think big when I was a kid. I used to think about being a professional bowler and I was blessed to be able to qualify to be a professional bowler. And I, but I thought big. And then I used to think big about, oh, I want to fly around the world and travel and see things. And, and, and it all happened. And God bless us. I want to be married to a beautiful woman and have a lot, one, a couple of great kids. And God granted that. And I married a wonderful, godly, beautiful woman. I have two great kids and now I've got six grandkids. And now guess what? We've got two great grandchildren. And so with that, God wanted me to dream big, and but he had a bigger dream than I did. I wasn't thinking about all that other stuff. But that scripture's telling us about abundant living. It's telling us that we can live. It's okay to desire abundant living because God has placed in us his ability, his mighty power at work in us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So therefore, think big. God will always think bigger. I know when I started our church, I used to think, Lord, would you like to have a church someday? And pray that, Lord, if we could just have a thousand people, that would be so wonderful. It would be so wonderful and so glorious to just be able to have a church that big, to be able to make a difference and make an impact on people's lives and an impact on our community. And I thought I was thinking big. But when we started the church, before long, we got to a thousand and the Lord didn't stop there. It went to 1,500, went to 2,000, went a little over 2,000 people at one time. And I'm thinking, Lord, wow, that's more than I can imagine or even think. And that's how he thinks. That's why it's okay to want and have a desire to have abundant life. That's why it's okay to to live that abundant life and receive the blessings that God has in store for each and every one of us. Now, as a pastor, I would occasionally meet with someone who did not believe that I should ever speak about abundant living or success or finances. They felt that was not to be talked about in the church. It was very seldom someone like that, but occasionally I would find someone who would make that statement. We'd be at coffee or something, and they'd want to talk to me about why I talk about success and abundant living and all those things. And so I would attempt to explain to them through the Word of God what God's Word teaches that we can live an abundant life. And you know, almost always after they would ask me that question. I would explain it, those things to them, what the Word of God teaches us. They would be comfortable and accept my teachings. And so let me give you a couple more scriptures that will might help you if you're questioning whether it's right to have success and have those things in our life. James 1.17 says this, Every good and perfect gift is from above. Let me read that again to you. James chapter 1, verse 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift 
is from God. So therefore, God wants us to receive. He wants us to be blessed. Psalm 23, verse 5. My cup overflows with your blessings. That's the psalmist. He's writing and saying, I not only get blessed, but the blessings that I have are overflowing. That's called abundant living. So now let's look at the impact that abundant living will have on us. How will it change our life? How can it impact us? And it needs to impact us in a positive way or it didn't come from God. God wants to bless us in a way that it impacts us positively and draws us closer to him. So let me give you several points that I'd like to make. First, we will never lack anything if we live abundantly because with God, we have everything. You see, God and I've said it over and again, I sometimes feel like I'm being a little redundant, but God wants to bless us. He desires to bless us. Look at all the promises he has to give blessings to his followers, to his people. Second, if we live that abundant life, we will operate with the fruit of the Spirit in our life. And that's found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. And this is, this, this is something we all need to have in our life. And it's called love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. To live the abundant life, we will have the fruit of the Spirit operating in our life. And that's just a fact. That's the way it is. And if you don't have that operating in your life, then you're not a living the abundant life that God wants us to have. He wants us to be at peace. He wants us to have patience with him and with others and to show kindness to others and, and be faithful to the house of God and be faithful to him. All right, third, if we live abundantly, we will not worry or be anxious for anything. In Philippians chapter 4 and 6, in that wonderful chapter 4 that Paul wrote while he was in prison, he, he warns us and tells us and says to be anxious for nothing but everything through prayers, petitions with thanksgiving, make our requests made known to God. And it says the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. So if we're living the abundant life, we will not worry or we will not be anxious about anything. And you say, well, pastor, I have to be anxious about something. No, we don't have to be anxious because we put our trust in God. If we have full trust and confidence in God, we don't have to be anxious. You know, I pray that prayer every single day. I say, Lord, I pray and I thank, the way I like to, to pray it is, Lord, I thank you that my wife and I don't have to worry or be anxious about anything because we can bring everything to you through our prayers, through our petitions with thanksgiving. And when we do that, we'll receive the peace of God that passes all understanding. We won't understand why we have peace, but we'll have that peace. And it'll guard our heart and it'll guard our mind in Christ Jesus. I mean, that that's a very strong one for me. And you can probably tell by my emphasis in my voice that, that I feel so strongly that if we're living the abundant life, we will not have to worry or be anxious for anything. I mean, anything. All right, number four. If we are living the abundant life, our finances will be led by the Lord. Our decisions will be led by the Lord. The things that we be, we purchase will be led of the Lord. What we want will be led of the Lord. We'll have wisdom to make good decisions. We'll have a desire that'll be the desire that the Lord wants us to have. If we delight, the Bible says, if we delight ourselves in the Lord, then he will give us the desires of our heart. And if our finances are one of those things that we need, then we must delight in him. Not delighting in our finances, but delighting in him and our finances will be led by God. And then Proverbs 4.11 says, wisdom is a gift from God. Through it, he leads us along the right paths. Once again, God will bless us and these promises are ours when we live that abundant life. 
Okay, here's another one. We will prosper and be in good health as our soul prospers. That's 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. It's one of my favorite prayers. I close out almost every podcast with that statement. I pray over people constantly and use that statement. Father, I pray that these folks will prosper and be in good health even as their soul prospers. We will have that when we live the abundant life that Jesus wants us to live. And here's another one. No weapon formed against us will prosper if we're living the abundant life. Now, it'll try to prosper. That, that weapon formed against us will try to come against us. Because remember, in John 10.10, Jesus said, The thief or Satan comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. So he's going to try to do that. But if we're living the abundant life, there'll be no weapon that forms against us. Because God will protect us from any weapon that tries to come against us. And we find that in Isaiah chapter 54 and 17, if you want a scripture reference. But I need to move on. Now, I'm going to have to stop somewhere when it comes to all these promises and all the abundant living that we have, because I can't go on and on. Because if I I continued on in all the blessings and all the promises of God, there would be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And this podcast would take three or four days to get done. But I just want to let you know that, that God wants to bless. God has a plan to bless us, and he wants us to live that abundant life. And let's move on as we continue to, matter of fact, we're better than halfway through this podcast, so I need to kind of pick up the pace a little bit. Now, as I continue through this series on overcoming an abundant living, which is something I'm going to be into for a while, I think, as the Holy Spirit leads us, I do not want anyone to think that our God does not desire to bless them abundantly. Yes, them personally. So those of you who are out there right now, I want you to receive this teaching. I don't want you to think, well, that's good for my brother or good for my mom or dad or my sister or that's good for the pastor or that's good for someone that I know who's super spiritual. But you know, God's not going to want me to have too much of an abundant life. Well, we can't put a limit on what God wants to do. We can't put a limit on the abundance that God God wants us to have, and the joy that he wants us to have, and the love he wants us to have, and the peace that he wants us to have in our heart, and the patience he wants us to have, and the kindness that we need to show, and the goodness that we have for others, and our faithfulness to him and to others, and our gentleness and our self-control. There's no limit on those things. You, you say, well, but I'm not, kind, I'm not the kind of person who really has that in my life. No, you might not feel that way, but God wants you to have that in your life. He wants you to have that type of abundant living so that you can have joy. And your walk with God and the strength that you got, that you have with the Lord and in your life will come from the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And that's where it comes from. He's our source for all types of abundant living. All of God's blessings are for those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they are living a godly life. Not a perfect life, but a life being led by the Holy Spirit, a life that meets up according to what the Word of God says, that we should seek God first, and then we'll be blessed with other things, that He needs to be the focus of our life, that He needs to be the number one item that we think about, the number one person we think of each day is God and and what I do and how I do it and how I go about life. I want it to be pleasing to the Lord. Now, I need to stop for a second here. I'm being led by the Holy Spirit to, to make a comment here and make a change in what I was saying. And that is that I made this statement. All of God's blessings are for those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they are living an abundant life, are living a godly life. Now, I realize there's going to be some people who are listening in who may not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. 
they may not have committed their life to him. So let me just take a moment and ask anyone here, if you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, if you're not certain that heaven will be your home someday, I want to lead you in a prayer. And if you'll repeat this prayer right where you are, Jesus can come into your life. Now, those of you who are Christians and you've heard me say this before, or you've heard it spoken at your church, or you've given your life to Jesus Christ, then I want you to learn this prayer to pray with other people and pray with them these simple words. Say, Tell them to say, Heavenly Father, I need a Savior. I need Jesus to come into my life. I need hope in my life. And I need to live abundant life. So I've I need you. As a matter of fact, I can't think of anything more I need than you. But I've sinned and I've fallen short of your glory. So I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I promise to serve him all the days of my life. For I ask that in Jesus' name. Those of you who've prayed that prayer, I need you to, to learn it and know it and be ready to help others and lead them in that prayer of commitment and asking for forgiveness of their sins and repentance from the things they've done wrong and for guidance and direction of the Lord in their life. Okay, remember, it's not a perfect life we're going to live because Jesus is the only one who lived the perfect life, but it's a life that is led of the Lord and a life that would be filled with God's goodness, his abundance, and his kindness. Now, we must believe that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. And in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, is a wonderful scripture that has a lot to do with this particular podcast on abundance. It's in chapter 11 of Hebrews, verse 6. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. And it is impossible to please God without faith. So we've got to have faith to believe for abundant living. And anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. This has kind of been the theme of this podcast is that God wants to bless us. And we've got to believe that. We've got to receive that. We've got to accept that and then walk in confidence that God is going to bless us. Overcoming and living an abundant life is what our God desires for all of his followers. And those of you who are new Christians, because you just prayed that prayer, that's your promise. Now claim it and receive it. I believe that what we read today and what we've done today kind of sums up what I'm saying in this whole series on living that overcoming life, that abundant life, a life filled with the joy of the Lord and peace of God that passes all understanding. So with that, I'm going to pray for you now, and I'll pray a special blessing over those who have received the Lord today. And I just believe that we're going to walk in the goodness of God. Heavenly Father, thank you for this teaching today. Thank you for what you've given me. Thank you for the scriptures that you had me share with those that are listening in today. And thank you most of all for who you are. And Lord, then I thank you for those who gave their life to Christ today. And for those who are Christians who already knew Jesus Christ, that they'll maybe see that, listen to that prayer, and be ready to lead others in that prayer of repentance and to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's abundant living. I can't think of anything more abundant in my life. Right after receiving Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I wanted to lead everyone to Jesus. I wanted everyone to know, I knew to know Jesus Christ. And I shared my faith and shared my faith, but because that to me is, is abundant living. I mean, yeah, finances are fine and, and, and nice things are fine and, and life and having the joy of the Lord and all that, that's just wonderful and glorious. But to me, one of the most wonderful things that can happen in our life to live abundantly is to lead someone else to Jesus. That's abundant living. And then you pray with them and give them the opportunity to surrender their life to Jesus Christ. 
give them these scriptures and help them understand that that's abundant living is to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to have totally surrendered our life to them. Father, bless these people to help you able to do that and help me to do that more often, Father, for I ask it in Jesus' name. Well, once again, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope this has been a podcast that has helped you and maybe encouraged you to, to understand that God wants to bless you. I can't wait until our next podcast, and it's going to be entitled How to Have abundant faith. Now that's going to really, I believe, be something that will inspire us. So let your friends and family members know that we're going to talk about abundant faith. Some people have a difficult time when we're talking about abundance. They think it's all about money, but it's not. Of course, it's not. But to have abundant faith, I think, will be a desire for for most people, most followers of Jesus Christ. So in that particular podcast that we'll do next time, I'm going to talk about that we will examine those who have abundant faith And we'll discover how we can have faith without limits. And I'll give five steps to receive abundant faith. And then we will see how greater faith can be ours really quite suddenly. And what is the secret to abundant faith? And then we'll also talk about which scriptures will help us live daily with abundant faith faith. So once again, we're ready to go and excited about that one, but I have to close this one up so that we can move on. If you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, I would invite you to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull that up there and just click that web page will come up. And when you see the first page on it, you'll see a link there to podcasts. If you want to know more about Quality Christian Living, all you have to do is hit that link to the podcast and you'll see 260, this is the 267th podcast that we've done. So you'll see 267 of them talking about subjects dealing with faith and about finances and about health and about even business issues, even help and direction for veterans. We'll talk about living a a life filled with spiritual prosperity and financial prosperity. We talk about how to have faith for miracles. So, matter of fact, that's a new book that I'm going to be releasing shortly entitled Faith for Miracles, and it'll be out probably in the next couple of months. And if you want to know more about some of the things I've written, you can scroll down my webpage there, and there's a list of several books available to you on Amazon that you can get. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, once again, I hope that this has been a blessing to you today. I, I'm doing this series the, for the main reason is to help Christians believe that they can live a life higher and better than where they're living today. The whole purpose of quality Christian living is to help all of us, myself included, understand that God has a level, a quality of life that he wants us to live. He wants us to live abundantly. He wants us to live in faith. He wants us to live and prosper. He wants us to help others. He wants us to encourage others. He wants us to live with love and joy and peace. All those things can happen, but we've got to believe that it can happen to us. And that's what we talk about, and that's why Quality Christian Living came up. As a matter of fact, the reason I came up with the title Quality Christian Living is because it was the name of a Sunday school class my wife and I taught many years ago at our church. And that Sunday school class had attendance of over 600 people that were on the roster. And every week we had well over 300 people who would come to the Sunday school class. So that was quite a Bible class and God blessed that. And we thought that it was helpful to people and we felt that this podcast should be entitled Quality Christian Living. Once again, thank you so much for listening in. I'm going to close out with this thought. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you, and may he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. I want you to let people know that we're going to continue this series on teaching on abundant living, and next week we're going to address abundant faith. So thank you once again for listening in. This is David Friend. I'm the host of Quality Christian Living. This has been podcast number 267. May God richly bless you.